listening studs and my guest this week is tommy parish uh tommy's latest book is the lie and how he told it from fanographics as well as perfect hair which came out uh i guess about a year and a half ago from 2d cloud something like that yeah and then you also i forget the name of the book you have for perfectly acceptable what was that one um perfect discipline and unbending wait i'm oh my god I keep forgetting the title of this book that I wrote. 
nightmare. Perfect discipline and unbending loyalty. There we go. And then what was the ley lines one? That was even longer, wasn't it? Yeah, the ley lines one was a um, quote, and it was. Sorry, I'm like I'm like quite sick and underslept right now, so my brain is just mush. I'm gonna look at my computer. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's called oh, so they Russian me like some fragrant dream. There we go, and that's a Lydia Lunch quote. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she's great. She's um, very cool. And you're uh, Australian now, living in wonderful Montreal. Um, true. True. Has the summer gotten too intense yet, or is it still early enough? No, I love it. I love it. I love the heat. Yeah. Um, yeah, the winter was, like, really, like, truly, truly terrible. So, <laughs> like, really, like, so unbelievably fucked up. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just loving every second of it. I'm trying to, like, draw outside as often as I can. Montreal's kind of made for that, where you just kind of go to a park and just kind yeah. of plant yourself, and you, like... If you drink, you have a drink. It's no biggie. No shit. It's it's kind of like this thing where, because like winter goes for like seven months, and like it's so or something, and it's so cold. You, I like actually can't go outside at all for longer than ten minutes for like months and months and months. And like the first day, where it's like ten degrees, everyone's wearing t-shirts and it's like drinking <laughs> in parks and stuff. <laughs> Just bottles of white wine everywhere. Yeah, I know, exactly. It's summer. And it's still like there's still piles of snow all around or whatever. I love it. Yeah, it's it's a weird place. I love it too. Now you're originally from from Melbourne, right? Melbourne, yeah. Uh how long have you been in Montreal for? Two years. What was the attraction of going there? Because um, it is quite different from Melbourne, I'm sure, in a million different ways. Yeah, I mean, there's the whole French thing, which is a bit of a bummer, but it's good <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, uh, I guess it was a bit of a blind move, to be honest. Like, I needed to, like, I really wanted to be in North America um, for, like, comic shows, and um uh, I yeah wanted to be in North America for comic shows, and um, I really, 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 really hated Melbourne, um, which is often the case when you live in the city that you were born in. Mm. Um, and my best friend had just moved here, um, and so I'm like, well, it's as good as any other place. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I moved here, and it just and it just turned out that it was like the perfect fit, and I absolutely love it so most of the comics work that i know uh uh, coming from you were done i'm gonna presume while you were in australia i mean um the perfectly acceptable book um was done in montreal half of the Actually, the last, like, section of The Lie was done in Montreal, my first winter here. Um, Ley Lines was done in Montreal. Perfect Hair was done in Australia. Australia, and um, I was, like, on tour in North America for, like, a little chunk of it, but mostly Australia. Um, There is something, like, interesting for me in... And I noticed this in other Australian cartoonists where you kind of, I get this like feeling of like 
the environment with the work where you kind of have this like I don't know how to describe it but I've seen in other Australian works um that kind of like emote this like almost sparseness but not but just I don't know that's so funny I think I I think I started doing that just because I was copying Simon to be honest I like I grew up in the city like there were nightclubs a few minutes away from my house (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's not just I've, I've like never experienced sparseness in my like living situation oh that's funny because like yeah. I, it's not just simon that i'm thinking of there's a, other folks too um so yeah i don't know i mean yeah i guess like oh, I, I feel like the idea of the suburbs is like uh it's like a very um, loaded motif um there's a lot of like a lot of things that like go unsaid and like it's very grim in a lot of ways and I guess I like it because of that but um yeah I can't fucking stand the suburbs I can't imagine why I would be there longer than like a couple of hours <laughs> ever <laughs> <laughs> like the silence makes me feel like I'm dying um no yeah go on <laughs> you so you knew Simon in Australia and you knew H Grant Mr. HTML mm-hmm. um were they folks you kind of knew socially and were getting into comics or do you kind of know about their stuff? I'm kind of curious um, of like kind of your early comic days and what was interesting you. So I was making zines and um, I guess like Grant was like a bit of a, uh, like a scene diva. I mean, he's still a bit of a scene diva <laughs> and like Simon was just like silently like making comics in he's like girlfriend's house in the suburbs. Um, and like, I, I knew them cause we'd like draw together and we'd get like drunk together and stuff. And, uh, but I like first got to know them. I first got to know Simon, Simon specifically cause I was just, uh, um, I was at like a zine fair and I knew him already through Grant and like, he came up like with one of my zines and he's like, this is great. Um, but, it could be better if you do this and this and this. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. And it was just like really, really, really kind of him. Um, He actually sent it in an email and I thought it was a trick. Like I thought it was tricking me (laughs) for some reason. I'm like, that's a really mean trick. (laughs) Um, But it turns out he was actually just like, you have potential. um, But if you, you just need to like clean your stuff up a little bit and it'll like improve a lot. Um. Yeah, and I knew Grant because I was, like, a baby hipster who was also, like, kind of a hot girl. (laughs) And that was, like, his demographic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but it just turned into all of us being adults and, like, drawing together. And it was, like, a, I don't know, it's, like, a nice thing. What other comics were you looking at at the time? Um, and other was, artwork. Other artwork? And other or I, Either or. I was, um, like, super obsessed with, um, by the way, I care about both of them a lot. I don't know if that sounded like that came out as, like, being terse or whatever. But, like, <laughs> it's complicated. I care about both of them. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Uh, it did not come out as terse. <laughs> great. <laughs> um... I really, really loved um, Olivia Schrowen, like, really, really, really a lot. 
Um, I was obsessed with Dash Shaw, uh, specifically Bottomless Belly Button and um, Body World, which mm-hmm. um, unfortunately he made early career, which would really suck. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? What else? I was like really, I went. I uh, went to art school and I was like really, really into um, like Jeff, Jeff Johnson. And I realize I'm just saying men right now, which is bad, but it's the world. Jeff Johnson. Uh, Jeff Johnson. Also like Jess Johnson is great. She's from Melbourne. Interestingly. Um, I was thinking of the, the American cartoonist Jeff slash Jess Johnson. uh, No, Jess Johnson um, does these like kind of like, uh, stuff like Eddie Fake does, like really, really intense geometric like worlds, um, and like you can even like put on like VR goggles and like kind of move around in them, and it's like super trippy. Oh wow! Um, and she's like one of I don't know. She was like really significant for a while because she was like one of the few like artists who artists who have like really illustrative work who was, um, like, fully accepted in the contemporary art world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought I wanted that at some point. Um, and so it was, like, a big deal. But, yeah, I really liked artists that did um, uh, kind of, like, chaotic, like, messy, like, heartfelt, like, work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mostly, I, like, more or less mostly, like, uh, draw from cartoonists and poets now, or like musicians. Um, one of the things, kind of, I really um, liked about your work and kind of going through it is how all the characters. Um, and I'm trying to like carefully describe what I'm getting from it. There's like this, this isolation. Um, but not in like a negative way, but like the characters are isolated in that um, kind of creating these definitions of who they are. Or who I mean, we're all we're all alone. So, <laughs> most of the time, yeah, <laughs> we're all alone. <laughs> uh, sorry, I interrupted. No, I that and that's that's just it. And it and I kind of I really like how you let that being alone play through with your works. I'm curious about that, about that coming through uh, in your works. Um, Mm. I guess um, connection is really, really, really important to me. It kind of, it's like, I think it's what makes up a life. Um, I've also, I don't know, um, like felt very alone for like big chunks of my life. And, like, even if that's, like, less of, like, an overarching theme now, it's, like, still, um, it's still, like, in my bones, I guess. Like, the memory of it is still very much in my bones. And so it, um, it comes out in my writing, I suppose. Because mm-hmm. I guess it's just kind of, like, one of those, like, universal themes that a lot of people feel. And I want to say not many people talk about it, but I feel like a lot of people talk about kind of like the void but it it's like it's interesting because like it's the void but it's also like there's so much within that like there's one thing i saw on your website where it was like a shopping store a grocery store and all these just like little like thought balloons of people's ideas oh, yeah. and, and and i really found that striking where 
um it was just like this like separate existence within this space and how it kind of yeah Not i really. love that shit you can never <laughs> you can never guess like sometimes you can guess but like there are so many secret freaks they're everywhere yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like people that just look and behave um ah, in a way that makes you not super interested in getting to know them better um to put it politely and then you like get to know them a little bit and you're like wow you're so fucking strange you're into all this weird stuff like um yeah i don't know i get a huge kick out of it i feel like there are like secret agents all around me i <laughs> <laughs> love it yeah <laughs> and i guess that's kind of like a big uh part of that is kind of the the idea behind um your latest book the one for fanta the mm-hmm. lie and how we told it is that idea of um, really who we are as well as we know each other. We don't really know each other. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I don't know, we're all trying to like delve into each other, right? And you can only really get so far because we're all separate beings. Um, Yeah, that was, I've talked about this before. That was like a Tim, like one of the, there's like two characters having a conversation the whole book. And um, Tim, one of the people having the conversation was a like uh, kind of like I, I riffed off like a high school friend of mine, um, which was like very, very much our dynamic. We would just get like really, really drunk and like take a lot of speed and <laughs> just like talk about I'm sober now, by the way, or pretty much sober. Um, and yeah, just, like, talk shit. And there was, like, still, like, so much I didn't know about him that I found out much, much later when we were, like, less intimate. And, um, yeah, you just never know. There's, like, always more to learn. But that's interesting because, like you say, we're less intimate, but there's also, like, that other level of, like, personal intimacy as far as, like, knowing these inner things about someone later yeah. on. Like, those are it's, two it's... different types of intimacies. It's almost like a um, like a muscle memory, mm-hmm. right? Like you, it's mm, kind of like I, I'm just thinking about like when you go to a place that you haven't been to for a really really long time, and you're like, oh, I love this park. I want to go to this park, but I have no idea how to get there. And like your body just takes you there because your like your muscles remember how to get there. I yeah. feel like it's kind of the same when you haven't experienced intimacy with someone for a long time. And somehow you find yourself and like you see them for the first time in forever. And somehow you find yourself like right back there. I think it's like a really, yeah, I don't know. I'm into it. I think it's a really magical thing. Mm -hmm. It's, Mm. it's something in my own life. Like I've recently reconnected with folks who I knew like 15, 20 years ago. Weird. And it's, I mean, it's a different dynamic. I mean, it's just, it's knowing kind of where we've all gone through in our lives and where we were at a certain time. Mm -hmm. And just, like, there's that thing where you have this familiarity, but to me, in another way, it's just, like, you can never go back. Yeah. Like, I'm just so dislocated from that point in time. I mean, 15, 20 years is a really long time. There's, like, a lot of... I mean, it's not in some ways where they're still the same person, but it is in the sense that, I don't know, that's, like, almost two decades of experience. Yeah. Also, I assume they all have, like, kids and stuff, right? They all do. I have yeah. I have some wonderful cats. 
I have some companion books. <laughs> my zines and my children. <laughs> my zines and my friends' pets and my children. I feel that so much. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I was really blown away with the lie, like, in that oh. thing, like, about how we don't really know each other, but also about how um, other narratives affect us, too. And I, that, that mm. was really interesting to me of how you're able to kind of weave in. And I, I don't want to say too much about the book, because I think you mean You mean the book? Are you talking about the book within the book? Yeah. yeah. And just, like, kind of how that balances off with the story um, in an illuminating way. And some, because sometimes I find in situations like that, it can actually be a bit of a crutch to the book where it's just like multiple threads, but you kind of just allow the space yeah, to speak. Well, I mean, I guess like the way that I write, it's so quiet and in a bunch of ways, like very little happens. And so I think there's like, I mean, there's a lot of like, I don't know, dialogue or whatever, but there's not like a fight scene or whatever. And so I think it, it leaves a lot of space for an overarching dialogue without it, like cluttering the overall narrative. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I don't know, like I I tried really hard for it to have, for it to be a completely different story um, told in a different way, but still having the same feeling to it. So there was like, so the, the book felt cohesive. Were there things that kind of came through as you were working on it? Like, I don't know what your process is for a book like this, of, like, how kind of different parts veered it in different ways. Like, I don't know if you kind of had, like, a solid, this is what I'm going to do from the beginning, or... No, absolutely not. I, um, I spoke to... I spoke to my friend on the phone, the Tim character, on the phone for the first time in a really long time, um, and I was just like, Oh, that was weird and gross. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. He was talking about how, like, he'll never listen to this. So it's fine. He was talking about how, like, uh, some guy said this thing to him and he started to fight with him. And I was just like, wow, our lives are like really, really different. Yeah. Um, and like, I got off the phone and I was like, Oh, and I like wrote a bit about it. And then I'm like, oh, this would look pretty if it was this color. And then I kind of like painted it and like drew it and then painted it. And it just slowly like unraveled into a book. It was like very, yeah, it just kind of happened. Interesting. So it was just, it, it's neat how like one conversation can kind of set you off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Fanographics a bunch of time back had contacted me and said that they'd be interested in me pitching to them. And I was like, I don't have anything like I'll like slash. I'm just not ready. Like I'm definitely just not ready. And so I, um, yeah, just let it unravel and let it like, and when I was at a point where I thought it was actually good and actually like maybe interesting, like I sent it to them, but it was like really amazing having no pressure um just doing it yeah for yourself going through that conversational process and kind of reflecting on on how you change um what kind of thoughts for your for your own kind of self-assessment comes through in that process what do you mean like so you kind of like oh this is gross 
Um, and then you're like, you know, what's changed for me and what's changed for him and kind of where mm-hmm. I'm at with my life. Um, and was this something that would have been okay in the past and kind of where I've changed and not been okay with this. Yeah. I mean, the Clary character isn't just me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess, um, Mm. I don't know. I'm not too sure how to answer that. Like, I suppose I'm always trying to uh, understand myself and my motives a little better. And I feel like I know a lot of, I'm close to a bunch of people who I learn a lot from. Yeah. Um, And so I just started to pay closer attention to our conversations and conversations that were like significant to me in the past. And, um, yeah, I don't know. When you start really paying attention to the things that come out of your mouth, there's, like, a lot of – there's a lot of good shit there. Oh, maybe not a lot of good shit. There's, like – there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that answers the question. And I kind it, of got lost halfway through. Well, I don't know if there was particular a particular answer to that question. Um, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think that was great. Because um, it is – I mean, there is no kind of – how do we self-assess ourselves? Um it's just kind of like, how are we kind of navigating this world and kind of understanding yeah. our role? I mean, and... I think as like a person who gets very sad um, and occasionally lashes out, it's like very, oh, you still there? Yeah. Great. I pressed something in my face. Um, it's like very, very, very important to like be deeply self-critical, I think. It's the only way to that I found to like move forward and like grow and heal and stuff. Just kind of learning from, from time. Just not doing the same stuff again and again and again, you know, like looking at your behavior, looking at how it affects other people and like being honest about it to yourself and to the people around you. That's something hard for all of us. Um, Yeah. It sucks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's terrible. I hate being mature. <laughs> it feels bad. <laughs> I still hate it. Um, <laughs> it it's so tough because sometimes you like I you, you think back on regrets and it's just like you just don't even want to go there again, but you know you kinda also need to like resolve things. Ugh, I'm going to Oh my god, I'm <laughs> this is like a slight tangent. I'm going through this like it's like a very weird time right now. Um because I'm like going off medication and so I'm like kind of a bit kind of bit crazy and um <laughs> I I learned this thing and it's like it was like this amazing light bulb and I was like talking um to my like partner today I'm like wow you know if you like if you ask for help instead of demand it people are like way more willing to give it to you <laughs> <laughs> and they were like yeah <laughs> I'm like 29 <laughs> and that was like one of those things where it's just like oh my god I knew this but I didn't like fully feel it until now um, like I, I feel like there was a part of me that felt like if people didn't give me care when I needed it then they were like not not like the kind of friends I wanted I don't know something whatever yeah no um, I, I kind of I get what you're saying yeah, yeah. it's complicated yeah. It's complicated. Do, do, do. Mm-hmm. Um, and this kind of 
comes through in your work, especially um, in a lot of the, the short stories in the other book, The Perfect Hair, um, where you're seeing people kind of navigating these relationships. Mm. Uh, and I'm really, I was really fascinated um, about the way that worked, about the dynamics. And kind of we were talking earlier about like isolation within situations and you see these people's different kind of internal dialogues going through a place. Um, I don't know, I'm just really fascinated about that play that you have mm. with folks and figures. Like there's one, or I think it was like a sex club. <laughs> yeah, the perfect hair one. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was really amazing um, just how you kind of got all these emotions through and just like how awkward the situation was. And there's just like so much difficulty in there. The one where the guy wants to like massage her back because he just wants to touch someone. Yeah. 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 I mean, that happened, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. I mean, they're like amazing incredibly interesting places um those clubs and i feel like it's another one of those things where you have all these people with these like with these expectations um and there are like a lot of uh i don't know a lot of very strange people a lot of very lonely people um i don't know a lot of normal people who just like as in like a lot of like satisfied well-rounded people who just like weird stuff but it's like a I don't know. It's like a super interesting, like super loaded space. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also I go to bathrooms when I'm having, when I'm having panic attacks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I put that in there. Um, it, it's neat the way like sexuality being such an important uh, aspect, especially to that book um, mm-hmm. where your figures are also um, you draw people as like these big, um, blocky figures, um, and, and I really love how like there's no like th- these are just like existence, and there's no like here's a skinny person, and this is the attractiveness. Like it's just they're just all kind of people. That's a nice way of looking at it. Um, I only do that because I uh, like the way it looks. <laughs> 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 and I don't know. I uh, I find it really hard to draw faces. Um, I really, really don't like the way it looks, like the way I draw faces. And then I just realized that I don't have to draw faces, and so I just didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can also. I also like the way you look at it. It's <laughs> 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 like philosophical. Like, what is gender? You know, we can go with that too if you want. <laughs> I- I'm up for any. <laughs> discussion right now um great but yeah it's like to me like i felt very demo like there's something really democratic about it um yeah i mean it's stressful deciding like what gender expression or not less what gender expression like what like what body a person has like and it's really great to just sidestep that like if it's if it's not important to the narrative like what if this person exists uh in the world as like a as like a cis person or whatever, or like a trans person, um, it's not important. Like, why not just leave it out? Yeah. I don't know. No, it's, it's, it's like, really... sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, go on. 
I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I I just think it's it, it is really amazing and it really unique in the way in the way you do it and it's um there's so many different dynamics you're working with in there, um and it and it works in just like a free open space as well like it's very unconstricted very flowing um i don't know it's i really got a lot out of it ah that's yeah. so nice thank you that means a lot i'm not really good at describing quite explicitly what i'm trying to say but um i don't know i am taking it as a compliment so that's all that <laughs> really matters to me <laughs> <laughs> regardless of what you were trying to say um one of the other factors um through a couple of different books is um specifically looking at sex work mm -hmm. and um is it is it clearly or is it clear her name um clearly clearly uh clearly 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 it doesn't uh, matter <laughs> uh, <So important. laughs> but but that's the same character that's in um at the the last story in perfect hair yeah uh and i'm interested about how um there's like her her experience in there and then the experience in um in the lie and how that kind of adds a whole other facet to this person um mm. that's just like if you haven't read the book, it doesn't affect it, but like it is for me, it's like there's an underlying thing there of uh, just all the complexity of what she's she's factored into who she is. Yeah, I mean, it was partly because it felt like drawing that character felt really, really, really good. Yeah. And because I hate drawing faces and she has glasses, <laughs> so it's just kind of like a nose and a mouth and two circles. Um but also, I don't know, um, having, having a character who you're actually, like, somewhat invested in, like, it makes the process of writing a lot easier. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm trying to just, I'm, like, writing a new thing now, and I'm trying to decide if I want her to be a part of it. Um, I haven't made my mind up yet. Um, do you have other characters that you find or other people that kind of weave their way through your works? I mean, there's generic older man. <laughs> you know? There's generic older man that's just kind of like, he's, he's got... Uh, it's hard to even explain because he's just like in a generic older man. Like, he's just... He's like wearing a shirt. Um, he's got like, t like tidy hair. Um, he's like got some wrinkles. Yeah, I don't know. He's like a character that I put in... Um, when I don't like a character. <laughs> <laughs> now, some of the work in the lie is painted and some is just straight up ink. And I mentioned how um, that works for you creatively um, when you're working on a story and kind of what you have in mind and kind of what you want to evoke with those different mediums. Mm -hmm. um, so I really, really wanted, I, I actually meant to paint the inside of the, like the book within the book, except painted in black and white. Okay. Um, but, um, so hand painting and adding tone to every single panel in a 120 page comic is, um, like really a lot. Yep. Uh, and I guess, 
I started making the book within the book and I was like just drawing the outlines for it. Um, and I realized that it would, that it like wouldn't take away from like the overall aesthetic experience if I just left it line work. Cause I, I really enjoy doing line work. Um, in, I mean, it gets kind of boring for me, but like I, I enjoy it when it's just for sometimes. Um, so yeah, basically I did it. It was like partly by accident, like partly cause I just, I needed the two sections of the book to be, um, uh, like really clearly defined from each other. Mm. Mm. Including the paper stock. Was that a fanographics thing? I really wanted it to be a, like an actual smaller book. I wanted it to be different sized paper. But, oh, Jesus. Um, yeah. <laughs> Love those gimmicks. But it just ended up being like too much, which was fine. Um, now you have a book coming out in the fall um, mm-hmm. from, from the fine folks at 2D that's uh, a big collection of your early work. Uh, so what kind of stuff will we kind of see through that? Oh, um, <laughs> I guess just much more uh, unpolished cartooning. Like, it's it's me learning how to be a cartoonist, basically, um, which I'm sure I'm going to feel very, very weird and embarrassed about it when it comes out, because um, some of it is, like, pretty rough. Um but yeah, I mean, there's like a bunch of my stuff there before I learned how to paint. Um, there's like the first comic in there that I ever painted where I was like learning how to do it. Uh, I used to do these like big, like the comics that I used to make used to be posters. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so there's like big, like not, not really in panels, just these kind of like uh, big um, kind of diagrams. Um, so there's a bunch of them in there. I don't know. It's just like a, it'll be like a weird time for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Especially me. I (laughs) I honestly haven't thought about it very much at all. So because I didn't have to, I didn't have to do anything for it. You know, I just sent files in. So it's going to be, it's going to be real weird when it starts like looking like a real thing. So you just kind of gave it to Rain and just like he's just going to design whatever he designs. and Yeah, kind of. He's like, do you want to do this thing? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> there's also there's something kind of freeing about that too, where it's just like, all right, just you, you just deal with it. I just, you know. Yeah, I hate doing things I don't want to do. And I don't want to deal with that. So it's like really amazing that he's going to, he's just doing it. Also, I was like really, um, the next book is going to be like a while before it comes out. And so it's like really great that like this, like Rain's been like kind enough to want to like release this in the interim between like the next, the next thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, now you're one of the other things you have, out. I want to talk a little bit about the ley lines, um, mini you did the mm. and they rush on me like some kind of fragrant dream yeah uh, uh the first half the kind of typography part mm-hmm. um with the figures i'm really interested because in uh, for me it's it it's quite different from from a lot of your other work um, yeah well i guess i uh the whole idea of ley lines is it's meant to be an intersection between fan art and fine art 
and I chose Lydia Lunch and William Blake to riff off. Mm-hmm. Um, William Blake is this old freak who was super religious and then he died because it was in the past. And like Lydia Lunch is um, this like, as you know, this like punk woman, spoken word artist person. Icon. Yeah, she's sick. She's so good. Um, and so I thought that there were, there were like similarities between their work. There were some like fundamental sim- similarities between their work. Those similarities being like a, a very particular type of intensity. Um, and like there's something very, very bodily about both of their, both of like their practices. And so I tried to, I tried to make something that felt like that, whether it was like very bodily, but also there was like fear in it because there's a lot of fear in, um, Blake's work because mm-hmm. it's all religious. Um, and like Lunch's work is all like anti, like anti-capitalist stuff which is my jam. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. I was just kind of squish, trying to squish them together, and it was um, actually incredibly difficult. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I kind of didn't. <laughs> yeah, it was really They're hard. There were, periods, yeah, there were periods of it where I was like, this feels like school. Like, I hate this. But, yeah, it worked out. It was fun. It was fun in the end. <laughs> um do you find you um there are parts where you feel connected to particulars of either of them um uh of of either of the you talking about like their their practice to to their work um there are parts Mm -hmm. where you feel like something about like within that work you're like yeah this this kind of captures that i mean I feel like the way that Blake um, renders bodies is extraordinary. Uh, like, I don't know. He's a he's like a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant artist and like a very strange man. Um, and I uh, got like a like a catalog of his work a bunch of years back, and I've just been like pouring over it for years and years because I was like trying to learn how to like uh, like add like tone and shading to bodies. Um, and I guess with like Lunch's work, uh, her, the intensity behind her like writing is like really, I don't know, like really like extraordinary and really like, uh, like you can, you can like, uh, you can taste it basically. Like it, it just drags you into it. Um, it's so dramatic. Like it's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've been a big, big fan of her stuff for a long time. Yeah, I um I came across it kind of late. Sorry, go on. No, go ahead. Um, yeah, she's great. <laughs> That's pretty much what I said. Um, <laughs> one of the other things you sent me was you had a short story for now. Has that been published yet, or? No, no. Oh wait, uh, mm, it's gonna be published really soon. Um, yeah, if it hasn't already been out, I just I haven't gotten the um contributors copy yet, so. Yeah, but that in, could mean a lot of things. In an issue of now, at some point soon, if not mm-hmm. already, you have a short mm-hmm, story. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one in the first now as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So this, the one you sent me though, is in a is, is the more recent upcoming. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And that that story I found really interesting. Um, the kind of play between you kind of do the 
sub-narrative below and the regular narrative above. Um, and that the play was really interesting um, where you just kind of see kind of people's relationships and just like kind mm. of fading and just like how we're kind of existing in a space with each other. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, like a close friend of mine was like uh, telling me the story like years ago um, about how uh, they were, it was like really, really, it was like a huge heat wave and um, it was like really, really, really hot and like the heat wave broke and they were like in bed with their partner um, and the heat wave broke and they like went outside and their like partner like stripped down and they were like uh, standing in the rain. My friend was like a little bit shy and like their partner like brought them in and they were just had this nice moment in the rain. And I was like, wow, that's so lovely. I'm going to steal that. Um, and then of course I made it into this narrative about this like awful couple bickering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make, take your wonderful moment, make it a little sour. <laughs> I know. I'm like, this isn't grim enough. Um, and I don't know, I like stayed, I stayed with a friend, um, like when I was like on tour a little bit back and, um, I, I like messaged them to ask them if it was okay that I could like use parts of the conversation we had but um basically there was like a lot of a lot of stuff was going on in their life and like everything was kind of upside down uh and we like talked like a lot a lot a lot about like the way everything was upside down and like the mistakes that they felt that they made um and that was like kind of what the dynamic between the character like the couple and like also like the subtext ended up being about Mm -hmm. yeah no, it was lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, to remind our folks, I've been talking to, uh, excuse me, talking to Tommy Parrish, whose new book is, or most recent book, it came out not too long ago, I think within the last three, four months. Uh, yeah, just a few months old. Uh, the Lie from Fenographics, as well as Perfect Hair uh, from 2D Cloud, and a, uh, as of yet unnamed, uh, book from 2D in the fall. Oh, um, it's cold, um, and yet we are... Uh, and yet here we are dealing with the things we should have ignored. I really like long titles. <laughs> you too. That's I really like long titles. <laughs> <laughs> um, as well as uh, Perfect Discipline and Unbending Reality from... Uh, uh, unbending Loyalty. Loyalty, sorry. My brain okay. is not there today. I'm sorry. I feel you. I yeah. feel you. Um, and lastly, not least, and they rush on me like some kind of fragrant dream from Leyland's. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tommy. I greatly appreciate you taking the time to chat yeah. with me today. Yeah, thank you for um, reaching out.
right back.